guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Okay, so two things happened this week that um, that was quite interesting. But the first thing I want to focus on is the PlayStation. PlayStation um, released the image of the PS5 controller, the final design, and it's called. The dual sense. Um, it's it's going to have some features that complement the PS5. Um, introducing Tempest, which is a 3D auto tech, which delivers a new feeling of immersion to players. Now, this controller. First, I want to say. My giving you my impressions. The first time I saw this controller, I thought it was very futuristic. I liked the design. And it made me want to play the PS5. I can honestly say that. I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing where's this PS5 going to look like. Now, it's white. It's, it's white. And black and it has a light bar but not like the PS4's light bar it's hidden underneath but you can still see the blue but it's hidden underneath the touchpad um, I like the design I thought it was exciting um, a lot of people Oof, they did not like this design at all. Now, it has a built-in microphone array, um, which will enable players to easily chat without a headset. That's cool. For a controller, that's really good. Because you have to keep in mind, like when we first started doing the... um. The controller and the mic, that was, oh, that's back with, um, Xbox One. Oh, gee, oh, gee, I can't say one no more. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this works. It has a USB-C, which is cool. Oh, for the, for the, I can't, for the life of me, understand why Microsoft are still using batteries when it comes to their controllers. I, I can't for the life of me understand that. I can't. Um, yeah, it's a two-tone. I'm reading this from the PlayStation blog. Um, 
And this is what he had to say. Um, this is Jim Ryan, the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. DualSense marks a radical departure from our previous controller offerings and captures just how strongly we feel about making a generational leap with PS5. The new controller, along with many innovative features in PS5, will be transformative for games and continuing our mission at PlayStation to push the boundaries of play now and in the future. To the PlayStation community, I truly want to thank you for sharing this exciting journey along with us. As we march forward the PS5 launch holiday 2020, we look forward to sharing more information about the PS5 including the console design in the coming months. Again, a lot of people are in their feelings about it. I just, I like, I like the design. I think that it's going to be comfortable. I think that they, they, they're seeing that it may be, it looks bigger, but it may be a little bit smaller than the now PS4 controller. I'm interested. I'm, I'm, this controller alone makes me want to play the PS5. I like that mic in the controller. I thought that was that's wonderful. Because if you are playing a game and if you are playing with friends you want to talk to them and they got to pull out this big old headphone and now here's a possibility where you don't even have to do that. You just push that button. And there you go. So yeah. Um, now I'm I'm really interested in seeing. They have a oh and something else. They have a new create button. You remember that share button? It's not share no more. It's more of a create and. Well, we don't know what it's going to look like, like when you press it. But, you know, again, that is a feature that I'm looking forward to with these next generation consoles. Because it's not about power with me. It's all about what features you have that will make you stand out. Now, you guys remember what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago about how E3 is clearly going to be canceled. But they were trying to come up with a digital event. Well, that digital event has now been canceled. They're looking to pick it back up in 2021. But I don't think that's going to happen because what they were trying to do was they were trying to go to the publishers and the developers and whatnot and try to get them to come on board. And most of them 
if not all of them, was like, um, I don't know. I don't understand why we need to come to you when we can just do our own thing. That being said, IGN came in and is now doing something equivalent to what it was that ESA wanted to do. And that is the summer of gaming. And that is going to be in June, which was typically going to be right the same time E3 was going to be um, held. And this is from IGN. IGN is proud to announce a new summer of gaming event, a global digital event set to begin this June to bring you the latest news and impressions around the upcoming games and next generation console hardware. I don't know how they're going to do this, but it's whatever. And you know what? Even though they're doing this, I can honestly say that how I feel about it, IGN and how they're going to do this, I probably won't watch a lot of it. And that's just me being honest with you. But IGN will be collaborating with a number of partners, including 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia, or Stadia, Twitter, Devolver Digital, THQ Nordic, and more. And more details will be coming up within the next couple of weeks. How do I feel about this? I'm glad that IGN was there to pick it up and stuff like that because I think that it's it's funny because most of these huge names should be able to hold their own event, but I think that they wanted a central hub of things, and I'm really surprised that E3 couldn't do it or the ESA could not do it. But uh, IGN was able to, you know, contact all said people and said, okay, come here and we'll show off your games and impressions and whatnot. I just don't see how this is going to be interesting, but it's a big come up for IGN. It's a big come up for them. Um, And they're huge. Like, they're huge. They, they are in 112 countries and in 25 languages. So they have the reach that they need. I just... I'm just interested to see how this goes. Because at the end of the day, like I expressed earlier, I am focused more on making sure that... with me, I'm going to focus on Microsoft, I'm going to focus on the Sony, I'm going to focus on Nintendo, individual events, digital events, because I don't want to be these games to be muddled in with what IGN is doing, because they have far too many personalities 
that okay if I'm quite blunt with you it's a lot of grown-ups who play games not a lot of gamers that are grown-ups it's a lot of grown-ups who play games so I'm not going to take their word as gospel if that makes sense but kudos to IGN now Xbox had a um, little event called Inside Xbox. We are familiar with it or not. It usually comes out every three, probably five months. But um, that's the latest. Now, this came out the very same day that Sony announced the PS5 controller. The design and everything. That's how petty they are. However, even though a lot of people kind of watched it, but a lot of people really didn't. And um, they showed off a couple of things. Um, some that I noted was Grounded, which is an upcoming survival game. And that, they showed an early version of that. That's from Obsidian, and that will be arriving July 28th. Forza Street is heading to the iOS and Android next month on the 5th, May 5th. Um, Playing the game, the first 30 days will earn you special cars as a welcome gift. Um, Game Pass. Journey to um, to the Savage Planet, Football Manager 2020, um, Mist Over, and Strangers 3. Yeah, that's not a lot. Now, hold on. Um, they were showing a bit of Minecraft Dungeons, you know, guys. You know how much I want to play that game. But I want to see something because I heard that they might be the name that game and I don't want them to delay it I don't want them to delay it because it's 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 gonna be fun okay alright well I'm on the Minecraft map and it's saying that it's still going to be released on May 26th. Now, they didn't go into depth of depth of what um, the Xbox One. They did meet. They did talk about the um, hard drive, the proprietary hard drive, and um, I'm excited about that. Again, when it comes to these two console giants right now, I'm all about that Xbox One Series X. I think that the reason why I like it is because they they have a message and they are getting it out there. I don't know what PlayStation is going to bring. I'm sure it's going to be incredible. But right now, I don't see anything of interest. The controller makes me want to play it, but the Xbox Series X, I think that the services, it's just, it, it makes me want to, it makes me want to buy it. 
by the system. I mean, eventually I'll wind up buying both of them, but I'm talking about like day one. I'm deciding which one is popular or speaks more to me. Guys, the standard edition is going to cost only 20 bucks? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ah, I cannot wait to play this game. Um, God, I thought that game was going to be a $60 game. Um, I watched it a little bit because I came in late at the end and it's not like I'm having anything to do. But I came in that presentation late. Gears Tactics was announced. And they showed, um, a little bit about that game. Oh, we knew, we knew it wasn't announced, but they showed it off. Um... Now they, they're talking about this X Cloud. I think that a lot of I think that's like going over a lot of players' heads and stuff like that. I'm sure when they talk about this, like in this their huge conference and whatnot, I think that is going to be expounded on. I think that people are going to be surprised at what X Cloud can do. Um, Hollywood. I mean, Hotline Miami Collection is now available. I haven't played that game. And The Sea of Thieves gets an update later this month. Now, I think for... Oh, Disco Elysium is coming to the Switch. Everyone was, um, giving this game a lot of, um... Praise. I need to check it out. I mean, I may buy it when it comes out on the Switch. Because it's like critically acclaimed. I didn't even know it was going to be here. They just said soon. But the, um,. The art director, Alexander Roskov, Alexander Roskov, said in an interview on BBC that, yes, it is heading to the Switch very soon. So, look out for that. Um, and the last bit of news in gaming is focused on Stadia Pro. You know, everyone is pretty much quarantined right now. However, Stadia is saying that they're going to let people play the game they could sign up and get Stadia Pro for free for 60 days. And I get it. The game service is just it's really bad. And yes, it's free. And I still don't want it. It's free and I still don't want that service. I'm not, I, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't. So, um, it's available. Just go on Google Stadia and sign up and 
you'll be able to play your games. But for me, I'm not playing it. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture okay so this story came okay this is this story involved young boy NBA his baby mama I forgot her name and Yaya Mayweather hold on let me see what her name is I'm talking about the baby mama because that's insane. When I tell you guys about this story, La Patra, La Shay, Child La Patra, they know how to pick them, don't they? Okay, here's the thing. So, La Patra is pregnant by young boy NBA. And he's now dating, or according to him, his wife, quotation marks, is Yaya Mayweather. And so, they were somewhere, and she, Yaya, discovered that he was hanging out around his baby mama which is why wouldn't he you know so she goes up to the girl they get into an altercation and whatnot and the girl yaya got her butt kicked and so and so in order to save her save face as they would say she goes after the baby mama with a knife cuts the girl Gets arrested, goes to jail, get booked and everything. And she get bailed out of jail by NBA young boy. Or young boy NBA, I don't know. So confusing. So um she runs right back to this she runs back to this guy. Black, okay, Kodak Black, who's in jail, get news of this, and he runs to his social media, I think it's Facebook or something, he went on the computer and posted it, they don't know how he did it, but whatever it is, it is, and he had a few words to say, and it got back to young one, this is in a span of a day, mind you, um, Young boy gets all IG live and starts to cuss out everybody in the mama, including Kodak Black, um, Floyd Mayweather. How did he get involved into this and whatnot? And then he goes and wakes up this young lady who was just bailed out of jail for him. 
Um, yeah, yeah. She wakes up. I'm like, girl, what is going on in your life to where, okay, so many things, so many things. The first thing is this. So you are going to go and fight this young man's baby mama because he's hanging out with her proceeds to get your butt kicked then you want to try to stab her this is a pregnant woman mind you and then you go to jail he bails you out of jail and then you run up under him and mind you your father is filthy rich he gets on IG, cuts out Kodak Black and his cronies. How did he get involved is beyond me. And then you proceed to cuss out her father. Because you're telling the world that she's now your wife. Screw the baby mama who just got cut. The woman who's carrying your child who just got stabbed for cut screw her you're all about yaya right now so this, this there's no red flags no red flags for you dear none none okay why are you cussing out her father and furthermore why is your house so empty insane it's insane and I'm not sure if you have an album that you're thinking about releasing because this definitely helped with promotion but not in the best way you know what they say in Hollywood um, all press is good press um, you guys need to get your lives together I hope to God that she doesn't get pregnant and I'm talking about Yaya Girl, insane, insane. Um, now let's get into Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres went to her quarantine at home, Ellen show, and she made a job. She made a joke and it went a little something like she feels that she's in prison because she's been wearing the same pajamas for the past five days and everyone who's in the house is gay and it was meant to be a joke. Here's the first thing. Number one, you are implying that everybody that goes to prison or jail is gay. That's the first thing you're implying. The second thing, the, the, the first, the sec, that's the first thing you're implying. The second thing is you are implying that they are dirty because all it takes for you 
to consider yourself to be a prisoner is to be dirty and wear the same clothes for five days. No, sweetheart, you're just nasty. There are people reported now that has the coronavirus in such a world, in such a place. Now, this is not being, a, I'm not being sympathetic to, you know, just prisoners in general, but I am being sympathetic to the human beings that happen to be in prison. They are dying and there are no reports that's going out. Somebody in Ohio had to steal a video. He went on Facebook Live and was showing video or telling a story, this audio about what's going on in those places. Like, look, sweetheart, my mother always told me if you don't have nothing nice to say, then don't say nothing at all. Ma'am, I get it. This was a joke. But this was an ill-prepared joke. And it was off the, at the top of your head. I get it. And it was a spur of the moment. But those spur of the moments speaks a lot about the character. As opposed to what's just coming out. I'm sure she's going to apologize. I don't follow her like that. And I, I, I used to love her show when it was like when it first started out. But as soon as she became super, super, super mainstream, I was like, I don't, I'm not checking for you no more. I say all this to say, I said all that to say this. Um, You are sitting in your mansion. I'm sure you have a big yard. I'm sure you have the, the luxury of going to your door, then turning the knob on that door and opening said door. That is a luxury in which these people do not have. Now, I'm not saying that some of them do not deserve to be in there. I'm coming from a place that there are human beings who are confined in a pandemic and where I don't understand how that got to them. They're not going out, coming back into said build, buildings and then spreading around. There are people who come in that's supposed to be safeguarding them from the public. Well, not safeguarding them, but protecting us from them. But, you know, there are human beings in that building or in those buildings and that's where I'm coming from. It was disrespectful and it was cheap if I'm being honest with you. It was cheap. Get yourself together, Ellen. Do better. Um, what else? Oh, child, let's talk about Ezra Miller. Now, there's a video about this one now. He was in Ireland. I'm sure he was filming something. And there was a couple of fans that, you know, saw him. 
and uh, it looked like they were playing, but I guess Ezra was upset because he seemed like he was being taunted, and then they they filmed it, and he grabbed that young lady by her throat, threw her up against that building. Keep in mind, she was my she was with the guy, and the guy is filming all this. There are actually two guys that's filming all this. And like I said, we don't really know what's going on. We really don't know. But um, hold on, let me try to find them. Because so, I might have updated this. Um, I'm looking at Variety. And why in the world are they saying that he appears to choke a woman? Sweetheart, you see this video, he is choking that woman now. He was at a bar. Oh, Iceland, not Ireland, Iceland. I don't know. That was, like I said, it was... We don't know whether or not if it was a joke, like, we don't know... We don't know where this is coming from. I'm sure she didn't press charges. That's why it's so confusing. No one pressed charges. Um, he choked that door up against that wall. And all the thing I can say is, Ezra, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? Girl, if you can't handle your alcohol, drink at home. So that you don't have to deal with all this stuff. I get it. You want to go out and do this? Girl, talking about you want to fight. Is that what you want to do? And grab the one. It didn't. She's smiling. Like, are you, that's what, it's just, it's so confusing. But it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Um. She has not pressed charges or anything of the sort. I don't know. I don't know. But the video looks funny. And the reason why it looks funny, not because of the act there. The reason why it looks funny is because it's him. Because he doesn't, I just don't get that vibe from him at all. He seems like one of those guys that would, like, you know, stand up for a woman. But you never know. Um, Insecure is coming back this week. Uh, this Sunday, in fact. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Guys, have you been enjoying the new season of Westworld? The last episode, episode three, was incredible it was incredible like I, I, I don't know I, I told you guys this before I don't know where this is going but I've always been a main fan like she's always been that girl for me like Dolores and whatnot Dolores was cute in the first one I kind of liked her in the second one I don't like her in this one but um but Maeve always been my she's always been my favorite character since season one. She just was a strong character. She was just very strong. Um 
but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to insecure. It's going to be 30 minutes. A lot of people was upset about that because when you really get into that show, it's like it flies by. It flies by. But they did get 10, 10 episodes. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, what else have I watched um, while being here in quarantine? Because surprisingly, there has not been a lot that's been... Um, that's been going on. I bought a couple of movies, but I've not seen them. Um, I did a bit of backlogging. I started watching Sex in the City again. I don't know how I got back there, and I, but I love the series. I love it. Um. Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, I'm watching that, Family, I think I'm trying to think of movies that I'm watching, again, I'm watching old movies, uh, I'm watching the whole Lord of the Rings saga, that's the first one all the way up to the last one. I'm enjoying that. Hmm. Oh, I guess that's all. Nene and Wendy Williams have fallen out. I guess... Girl, she's trying to do everything possible in order to stay relevant. This is Nene Links. And now she's having it out with, um... Wendy Williams because she said Wendy Williams said something about her and now she's at her wit's end with her girl. Shut up. Nene Links. She keep doing what she's doing and stuff like that. People are just not going to pay attention to her. Wonder what music came out. Oh! Um, Ari Lennox, I said that right. Ari Lennox came up with a new song called Bust It. It's cute. She reminds me so much, in her, as far as her musical style, um, of an era, not complete discography, but an era of Erica Badu. That's what she reminds me of, her voice. Now, Cadence reminds me of Erica Badu. And I guess that's why, like, she really can't get out of her shadows. The same with her. Her, H-E-R, she has to, she's sitting in the shadow of, um, Alicia Keys. Because her, she can sing. That girl can sing. But, um, she is, she sounds she sounds a little bit like Alicia Keys and I guess that's why she can't really break she really can't break it I'm sure there's some more information but right now that's it oh yeah that's it at the moment yeah 
and those were your top stories in pop culture. for listening to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I will see you again next week. Be safe. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 